Welcome to Wayne Zion Lutheran Church in Rome, Monticello. This is Sunday, December the 17th, 2023. This service was recorded on December the 10th, the second Sunday of Advent. The sermon is by Pastor Wade Reddy. The accompanist is Barb Andreessen. The lector is Kate Arnold. Thank you to the Craig Dirks family for sponsoring this week's broadcast. Thank you for joining us today. Welcome to this second Sunday of Advent. We're so glad that you're here and amongst us a special day for Ellie Mae Roller with her baptism. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness is not overcome. During Advent, our weary souls seek God's daily strength. We grow weary when fear overshadows faith. We grow weary when destructive actions erupt in the world around us. For all of us feeling weary this Advent season, Grant that we might have the peace of Christ as we wait for the love of Christ as we act and for the grace of Christ as we speak. Today we light two candles. The first candle illuminates patience in the areas of our lives where God has called us to wait. You can go ahead and light the first candle. The second candle, and you can light that as well, Sophia, extends the promise of strength to all who fear weary and weak in the shadows of this world. As we continue our Advent journey, may we hope, may our hope, be kindled as the light grows brighter. Let us pray. God of mercy and compassion, Scripture says that if we draw near to you, you will draw near to us. In a shadowy world where human weakness and weariness reside, we ask for you to draw near and dispel the darkness around us. May the light of this season illuminate our hope, strengthen and steadfast endurance as we await the coming Savior. We pray this in the name of Christ our Lord. Amen. If you'll pray with me the prayer of the day that you find in your bulletin insert on this second Sunday of Advent. Stir up our hearts, Lord God, to prepare the way for your only Son. By this coming, strengthen us to serve you with purified lives. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
receive God's holy word for God's holy people. A reading from Isaiah. Comfort, O comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that she has served her term, that her penalty is paid, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice cries out, in the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord, Make straight in the desert a highway for your, our God. Every valley shall be lifted up, and every mountain and hill be made low. The uneven ground shall become level, and the rough places a plain. Then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all people shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice says, Cry out! And I said, What shall I cry? All people are grass. Their constancy is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades. When the breath of the Lord blows upon it, surely the people are grass. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. Get you up to a high mountain, O Zion, herald of good tidings. Lift up your voice with strength, O Jerusalem, herald of good tidings. Lift it up, do not fear. Say to the cities of Judah, Here is your God. See the Lord God comes with might, and his arm rules for him. His reward is with him, and his recompense before him. 
He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms and carry them in his bosom and gently lead the mother sheep. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. A reading from 2 Peter. Do not ignore this one fact, beloved, that with the Lord one day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like one day. The Lord is not slow about his promise, as some think of slowness, but is patient with you, not wanting any to perish, but all to come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then the heavens will pass away with a loud noise, and the elements will be dissolved with fire, and the earth and everything that is done on it will be disclosed. 
Since all things are to be dissolved in this way, what sort of persons ought you be in the leading lives of holiness and godliness, waiting for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be set ablaze and dissolved, and the elements will melt with fire? But in accordance with his promise, we wait for new heavens and a new earth where righteousness is at home. Therefore, beloved, while you are waiting for these things, strive to be found by him at peace, without spot or blemish, and regard the patience of our Lord as salvation. Word of God, word of life. Be to God. Our service continues with the gospel acclamation. It's printed here in your bullet, bulletin. It is the refrain to First Noel. I invite the congregation to please rise. Gospel according to St. Mark, the first chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. I invite the congregation to be seated for the reading of the Gospel. And so we open the Gospel of Mark in this first chapter and first verse. In the beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written in the prophet Isaiah, see, I am sending my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Prepare the way of the Lord and make his path straight. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And the people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist and he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed... The one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Well, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. It seems fitting today to have a baptism for... Ellie May, well chosen on this particular day. As we think about being somewhere between 12 and 15 days out from the nativity of our Lord, we're talking about as we begin a new Advent or a new year in Advent in the Gospel of Mark, who begins with talking about preparing the way, John the Baptist. And some 12 to 15 days on the other side of the nativity of our Lord, we will have the baptism of our Lord following the epiphany of our Lord. And so I see almost a, a vision of the light of Christ in the center, and we have the preparing of the way, and we have the initiating of Christ's ministry. What do we know about John the baptizer? What do we really know? You know, um, we think this crazy guy out there coming out of the wilderness, having lived alone, dressed different than the rest of us, calling out at the top of his lungs, repent, for the time has come. 
and people are coming from all over the Judean countryside. I think it's time today to pause and to find out who John the Baptist is. Let's take a look at the backstory. Now, I don't have a Bible for everyone, but if you would like to follow along, grab your pew Bible, and I'm going to invite you to turn to page 1590. Now, those who grab the Bible are going to have to participate. So if you grab the Bible and you don't want to participate, hand it to someone sitting next to you. And if you hand it to someone next to you, they cannot pass it along. Now, I want you to know I'm treating this like a confirmation class. You can handle this. On page 1590, we learn of the birth of John the Baptist being foretold. And this is found in the Gospel of Luke, who gives us great detail to the backstory. And so I begin. In the time of Herod, king of Judah, there was a priest named Zechariah who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. His wife, Elizabeth, was also a descendant of Aaron. Both of them were righteous in the sight of of God, observing all the Lord's commandments and decrees blamelessly, but they were childless because Elizabeth was not able to conceive, and they were both very... You see how this works. (laughs) They are both very old. With God... Nothing is impossible. Once when Zachariah's division was on duty, he was serving as a priest before God. He was chosen by Lot. Isn't this interesting? The priest even didn't want to go into the holiest of holies. They did not want to go before the temple. They would have to go through sacrificial cleansing. They would have to cleanse seven times. And they would have to do it in such an order according to the priestly order. And so... How did they do that? They took sticks or stones. They didn't throw them at each other. But one who had done it the last time held it out, opened his hand, and they picked without seeing. And Zechariah came up with the short stick. All right. So according to the custom of the priesthood to go into the temple of the Lord, there he would burn incense. And so there he was, burning incense all around the, the altar. And he came, and all the assembled worships were praying outside of the temple. I'm not going to make you get up and go outside. But for those who are in the narthex, known as the overflow, but pastor's trying to learn, teach you something new. In the narthex, raise your hand. You're the people praying. There they are. They are the people praying outside. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him. Standing on the right side of the altar of incense, when Zechariah saw him, he was startled and was gripped with fear. This is going well. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son, and you are to call him He will be a joy. And a delight to you. And many will rejoice because of his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine or other fermented drink. And he will be filled with the even before he's born. And he will bring back many of the people of Israel to the Lord there. And he will go on before the Lord 
in the spirit and the power of Elijah to turn the hearts of parents to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous to make ready the people prepared for the... Zechariah asked the angel, How can I be sure of this? I'm an old man and my, wealth, my wife is well along in years. That's the nice way of saying my wife is old. The angel said to him, I am Gabriel, and I stand in the presence of God, and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. And now you will be silent and not able to speak until the day this happens because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their appointed time. Meanwhile, the people waiting for Zechariah, wave your hands again back there. There they are. When he came out, he could not speak to them. And they were wondering how long he was taking. And they realized that he had seen a vision in the temple, for he kept making signs to them about, uh, but remained unable to speak. When his time of service was completed, he returned home. After this, his wife Elizabeth became pregnant and for five months remained in seclusion. Can you imagine, in her old age, conceiving, maybe embarrassment, not knowing, is this real, in seclusion, the Lord has done this for me, she said. In these days, he has shown his favor and taken away my disgrace among the people. I invite you to turn to page 1592. Now that we've gone through the foretelling of John the Baptist, let's take a look at his actual birth. Starting at the 57th verse, when it was time for Elizabeth to have her baby, she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown her great mercy, and they shared her joy. On the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child, as was the Jewish custom, and they were going to name him after his father, Zechariah. But his mother spoke up and said, No, he is to be called They said to her, There is no one among your relatives who has that name. Then they made signs to his father to find out what he would like to name the child. He asked for a writing tablet. And to everyone's astonishment, he wrote, His name is Immediately his mouth was opened and his tongue was freed, and he began to speak, praising God. All the neighbors were filled with awe, and throughout the hill country of Judea, the people were talking about all these things. Everyone who heard this wondered about asking, What then is this child going to be? For the Lord's hand was upon him. His father, Zechariah, was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied. Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has come to his people to redeem them and set them free. He has raised up for us a horn of the salvation of his house of his servant David, as he had said through his holy prophets of long ago, salvation from our enemies, from the hand to all who hate us to show mercy to our ancestors, to remember his holy covenant and the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to rescue us from the hands of our enemies and to enable us to serve him without fear, holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our lives. 
And you, my child, will be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare the way for him, to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of sins, because of the tender mercy of our God, by which the rising sun will come on us from heaven to shine on those in living in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the path of peace. And the child grew and became strong in spirit, and he lived in the wilderness until he appeared publicly to Israel. The gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. So here we are today. We are in the season of Advent. As we wait for the light, the glorious light of Christ to come into the world again. What a fitting day it is for Ellie Mae Roller to be baptized, to remember who John is, not just this lunatic, but God had prepared Zechariah and Elizabeth to receive John, and he is the one who will prepare the way for us this season. The gospel of our Lord. Praise to be to you, O Christ. We continue our service with the prayers, the intercession prayers of the church. You'll find these prayers printed on the back side of your celebrate insert. With hope and expectation, we offer our prayers for the church, the world, and all who await God's day of restoration. Send forth your faithful people with words of promise and forgiveness, O Lord. Teach your church to be bold in revealing your good news in word and deed. Merciful God, reveal your majesty to the mountain peaks, flowing rivers, and blossoming wilderness roads. Heal the earth where it longs for renewal and bring wholeness to the earth and all its creatures. Merciful God, turn the hearts of the nations towards righteousness and peace. Increase cooperation for justice between countries and commonwealth, political parties and diplomatic leaders in times of prosperity and direct leaders to be generous for the sake of all. And we lift before you the conflict that is taking place in the Middle East. Merciful God, comfort your people with tender words of love and healing. Surround all who are grieving, especially Holly's family. And all who know depression and anxiety or who feel lonely and forgotten, be steadfast in the presence with all else when everything else feels uncertain. And so we lift before you those in our midst, Holly Iben's family, especially her children, Landon and Liana, Sharon Roller, Ray Rickles, Linda Siebels, Lois Covington, Terry's mother, Dick and Mary Meyer, Jan Rickles' brother and his wife, Lynette Mork, Lisa Farley's aunt, Samantha Putz, Pam Ivan's friend, Marcy Mueller, Cindy Gunther's cousin, missionary Brenda Smith, George Walter's niece, and others we name in our hearts and known only unto you, Lord, who suffer silently. With you, a thousand years is like a day. Bless the memory of the saints from ages past, in the anticipation of the, age, the saints yet to be born. Inspire us to live with faith as we await your new heaven and new earth. Merciful God. 
Listen to us and all our prayers, O God of hosts, and restore us with your great and everlasting mercy. Amen. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you always. Blessed are you, God, our maker of all things. Through your goodness, you have blessed us with these gifts, ourselves, our time, and our possessions. Use us in what we have gathered in feeding the world through your love, through the one who gave himself to us, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who taught us to pray, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us stand and receive this blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Go in peace. Keep awake. Thanks be to God. Liturgy, copyright 2021, Augsburg Fortress. All rights reserved. Music and lyrics reprinted with permission under one license, number A-729734. All rights reserved.